0: What's up everybody welcome in it is monday september 12th your first victory monday of the season i am live this week live on youtube right now live on twitter uh for my instant reaction to the browns week one win and then we will kind of go from there um you know with the rest of the week we'll be the pre-recorded shows again that will uh go across twitter as well as uh, across uh youtube and all those good things and I'm trying to get into a situation here for you guys so I can see the comments uh, on Twitter because the comments haven't been going through very well. So if you're on Twitter, you can uh, hit me up in uh, DM form and things like that, or and I'll be able to get to your uh, questions. I dropped it. We need it. Uh, homage has the victory Monday t-shirts you've needed them for today you need to check them out they're the best shirts on the market it is in the comment section of this tweet it's also in the chat section of the YouTube uh, video if you are watching it on YouTube but yeah absolutely if you got questions thoughts concerns about the week one win I can see the comments coming in from YouTube if you send them that way Um, otherwise you'll have to send it to me in in sort of a DM fashion or else I won't be able to uh, see it. So guys, I just want to jump right into it with these quick hit- quick hitters on the Daily Dog Takes, just kind of talking real quick off the top about uh, what happened yesterday. I'm going to go through some of the stats, uh, some of my initial thoughts. I have not had an opportunity to rewatch the game quite yet, so um, I'm not sure, obviously, uh, what's going on with Some of the things I, you know, some of the things you don't see quite as well and aren't able to quite analyze until you get an opportunity to see it uh, a little bit more close up and personal. And uh, so we're going to try to uh, get that rewatch. I'm off work today, so I will have an opportunity to get that rewatch in and get it uh, checked out. So I will start off with with saying that... um, it was not perfect. It was not pretty. I said it all week last week. I think we said it at ad, ad nauseum uh, during the off season that it does not have to be perfect. It does not have to be pretty in any way, shape or fat, form. It's dubs or dubs and I'll take them all day, every day. And uh, you're not going to take away, uh, you know, a 58 yard banger from me yesterday. so I'm really excited about that. Um, so let's start on the offensive side of the ball. I think I thought I did expect more out of Jacoby Brissett. I didn't think I didn't think Jacoby Brissett was going to be a franchise level quarterback or anything like that. But I thought he could manage the game and get it done. And although he did to an extent manage the game, and I mean they won, so I guess you can't completely complain about that on that aspect of it. I do think there were some issues with it. Um, I I thought I felt like his timing was off all day. It seemed. I couldn't understand what was going on um from that standpoint it just kind of seemed like timing was off I, I i don't know necessarily what's going on with him from that standpoint um but it i i wonder too did they make the change to J- from deshaun being the number one in camp to to jacoby late i mean they're talking you know only doing it about a week or so I'm sorry, about a month or so ago, uh, going into like the final preseason game and things like that. And I understand from the Watson standpoint why they were doing it the way they were. But there were some timing issues, I thought, yesterday. And I I mean, Brissette doesn't have the most talented arm in the NFL, but there were some things where I just thought he was off. He, he was off on a couple of deep shots. He was off on some of the outbreaking routes. I don't think he hit an out route uh, nearly all day. Um, he made good decisions. I mean, there was there was one that to Harrison Bryant that should have been picked off. So in terms of managing it, and not turning it over, yeah, he managed not to turn it over. But he did have a couple turnover, turnover turn worthy plays. And I'm sure when PFF releases their grades and things like that, it'll it'll you know show up on that that there was some opportunities for the Panthers defense there. And a couple of situations where the Browns got lucky, and um, were able, uh, the special teams as well with with the muff punt. Thank God for Herb Miller back there. I tell you, I tell you what, man, that makes me so freaking nervous every time I see Demetrius Felton back there lined up to return a punt. He just struggles fielding punts more than anything. I I love Demetrius Felton with the football in an open field, and so I like the idea of him as a returner. But uh, it just terrifies me because of the you know the issues with just catching it. I I, I don't get it. All right. So I will give Jacoby one thing. I saw some throws yesterday that I thought were really impressive. I saw some, you know, big time throws that I thought, you know, okay, this is, these are throws that Jacoby's got to make if they're, if you are to win the football game. Um, and he made some nice throws here and there, but you know, he goes 18 to 34, which you just can't have nearly 50% completion percentage very often to win football games. So that's got to get better. 147, one touchdown, 4.3 average, a lot of dink and dunks. And, but again, it, when they needed him to win, he was able to move the football down the field, get him in field goal position, and they won the football game. So you've got to give credit where credit is due. But you've got to understand, like this can't continue to win. You could probably do this again next week with the Jets, and but the Steelers showed up, you know, on Sunday, and, and potentially without TJ Watt if he tore his pack, We're waiting for news on that. Um, but I just he was good enough this time, but that is not good enough to win a ton of football games in this league. And, and that's where I am with Jacoby, but I will give him credit. I thought, I thought, uh, you know, I think some of his issues yesterday can get better with more time. At least I hope, at least I hope Nick Chubb, I saw someone tweet this and I wish I could remember who it was so I could give them proper credit. Nick Chubb had a quiet 141 years. Oh, I think it was Sarah. I think it was, uh, uh the great awkward lefty who made our, um, made our awesome Bark- Barking Browns logo. For our show, um, I believe she's the one that 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 pointed out, um, you know. Quietly had 141 yards rushing, and people didn't really talk about his numbers considering it was 141 freaking yards rushing. I thought it was great. Kareem Hunt just did Kareem Hunt things. Uh proved why, you know, obviously I was on the bandwagon of I thought you should trade him before you get before he walks for nothing. Not because I didn't like the player, but he just showed, you know, 46 yards uh, on the ground, 24 in the air, two touchdowns, uh just running bulldozing, providing a nice break from Chubb. One guy I do want to touch on is Anthony Schwartz. I thought Anthony Schwartz had a good game. Um, you know, he has. He catches one of his two targets on a 19-yard uh, for a 19-yard gain. He did fall down. I will point that out. He did have a little bit of an issue after he caught it, but that was a clutch play by Jacoby on that rollout to hit Schwartz and it was a good catch by Schwartz, and he was able to turn it upfield a little bit. If he if he maintains his footing, he maybe gets 25, 26 yards, something like that, which uh which is nice. Um, but he had two carries for 20 yards. I really loved the creativity of that second run, giving it to uh, Nick Chubb so that he comes out on the, the boundary. He pitches it over to Schwartz, who comes back, and, and Jacoby Brissett lay in a block. I know the guy eventually got off of Jacoby and made the play, but it was 15 yards downfield. If you love it. I mean, Bill Callahan's such a good uh, offensive line coach. He taught the quarterback out of block. I love it. I love it. Um, but I thought that was it, man. I thought that those two runs really got him some confidence. He made a big catch for 19 yards later in the game. That is what he needs to do. He needs to produce, just produce in some role, right? So he gets three touches for 39 yards. If you can get 30, 40 yards out of your fourth wide receiver, I think you're okay. I mean, Even if they have to hand in the ball once or twice a game, I mean, it just keeps the defense honest. And they love to get everybody moving in one direction and the play goes back the other way. Boots, double reverses, you know, counter cutbacks, things like that. They do a lot of this move the the whole offensive line and all the personnel start moving to the right, but the play is actually going to the left. And and they do that a lot. And Anthony Schwartz adding that layer and that wrinkle to the game to do it in that sort of fashion with that sort of speed and acceleration on the outside, it just adds another wrinkle and another layer in which you're like, all right, what are the Browns going to do here? Yeah, we're not too worried about Jacoby Brissett in that passing game, but man, they, they do these reverses to, to Anthony Schwartz and Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt and all of these players that can get the ball in their hands and make something happen and the play looks like it's going to be one thing and then the play is something else to the other side or something of that nature. It, it's just it's in it, it. just, to me, it adds another layer, another wrinkle of some of the creativity and some of the things that you are able to do So that um, you take pressure off Jacoby, so that you're able to be creative enough to move the ball, score points in a situation where you don't have an elite quarterback, where you're not confident in the ability, uh, in your ability to stretch the field uh, vertically with a quarterback um, or anything like that uh, in the passing game. It's just, it's yeah. That's that's what that's where I'm getting at. That's where that's where I'm getting at on that one. All right, let's move over to the defense. So the de- uh, oh, D, oh, Donovan Peoples Jones is something I wanted to touch on real good, real quick, because I've been pretty high on Donovan Peoples Jones for a while. People uh, of my of the Barkin Browns and following me here on Twitter and things like that w- are aware of my thoughts on Donovan Peoples Jones for a really long time, and I'm a little bit more high on him than a lot of people, other people are, and that was why I felt a little bit better than uh, some other people w- coming into this uh, year with the wide receiver core was just because i think DPJ is a, a solid number two option and some people think he's a number three and i and i get it i understand why and i can you know open my eyes and realize what's going on on that side of it i'll tell you what my my uh my camera is coming in real blurry today so this episode does not have high video quality but uh, we will get my uh, uh high definition camera hooked back up for the next episode because it looks like that's the route we need to go if we're gonna do these things live on twitter sometimes um so the uh, six catches for DPJ. I'm waiting to see the six catches, 60 yards to lead the team. Um, he did it on 11 targets, and there were some, some issues there at times. I'm waiting to see the contested catch numbers when they drop from PFF because as memory serves me, like off the top of my head as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I can't think of any of his catches not being contested catch opportunities where he has a defender blanketed on him and he was able to make uh, the reception anyway. It just felt like when the Browns needed something in the passing game, granted, it was only six, you know, six plays, 60 yards, but when they needed a big catch in the passing game and Brissett was able to make a throw, it seemed to be to Donovan Peoples Jones. And I thought that that was nice uh, to see kind of, I thought Amari Cooper, um, didn't get enough opportunities. I thought that when they did go to Amari Cooper, I thought that Brissett's accuracy, the issues with his accuracy yesterday seemed to be every time he threw it to to Amari Cooper. So I kind of felt a little bit bad about that. When you talk about just the raw stat numbers, but um, it was nice to see, him lean on a wide receiver. And in this case, it was Donovan Peoples-Jones. When they needed to make plays, he was able to lean on a player and go, okay, you know, here we are. I need eight yards. There's Donovan Peoples-Jones for nine, whatever it was. And and he did it five or six times, you know, where they were able to really get those first down numbers and in those contested catches situations. He made some tight window throws at times. He missed some wide open throws at times as well. So it's a little frustrating Watching the quarterback play, and it was kind of something I talked about this on Sports for CLE uh, multiple weeks ago, talking about you know if Watson had a lengthy extent uh, suspension, what that would be like for the 2021 season, especially if it was the whole season. I said it was going to be, I'm sorry, for 2022. I said it would be very similar to 2021's offense, and and it didn't feel like 2021's offense a lot at times yesterday, and. I I see some timing issues just being off with Jacoby Brissett, and I think that there's an opportunity there for them to improve in a sense and that it can get better. So I do think it will get better. Uh, Sam's checking in on YouTube, says it's Victory Monday. It is a very Victory Monday. I'm very, very happy. You'll never take that away from me. Uh, The Cade York situation is just – I'm just still – Absolutely having such a good time over the Kate York situation. I'm so excited. Um, let's move to the defense real quick. Let's wrap this this Daily Dog take up for you tomorrow. I got a special episode with a special guest that will be announced a little later on. Each Tuesday uh, through the season, Monday will be instant reaction, uh, immediate reaction to uh, the week's games. Obviously, it will get shifted on the times uh, in which they play Thursday like they do in week three. Uh, Tuesday will be State of the Browns with a special guest each week. Uh, Wednesday will be me looking ahead to week the next week's opponents. Thursdays and Fridays I will be meeting I will getting a guest from the opposing team to talk about their offense and then their defense. And Saturdays uh, will be week one or that week's NFL picks uh, with with a special guest where I'll go head to head and if I lose I will donate twenty dollars to that person's favorite charity. I am losing and will lose this week for week one. So Randy has picked out a charity and that will be announced later on. Um, that my my L does. Does some good, I guess. It's just, it's just me being cocky. So um, I thought the defense. I thought m- minus some blown coverage that the defense was really good. I wouldn't put him up with great yet because there was blown coverages, multiple blown coverages that one of which resulted in seventy-five yard touchdown. Like Baker Mayfield, I will give May- Mayfield co- credit yesterday that when he was getting beat around early he didn't lose his confidence completely and he wasn't incapable of leading some drives late because he did. And he did make me sweat. He did make me nervous. I think a lot of it had to do with blown coverages when he did. Um, okay. Um, he had some blown coverages. And when he did uh, have these blown coverages a little bit, the, You know when he when Baker saw the blown coverages, he was able to take opportunities there and take advantage of it and make it work. And you just can't have blown coverages because you know quarterbacks should be able to take advantage of it. And Baker was able to take opportunities that the defense gave them and make this a game when it should have never been a game. Um, I thought that Taven Bryan had a pretty game. I thought I thought that the defensive tackles weren't a total liability. I think part of that problem in my opinion with what carolina was doing is they weren't running the football they weren't giving anybody the opportunity to you know run the football and uh they weren't giving McCaffrey the opportunity to go up against a weak Browns defensive tackle position and try to exploit the weaknesses. And they were just throwing the ball over the yard and it was getting batted down and they were getting sacks and they were getting incompletions. And I did not really understand the game plan for Matt Roller or, or Ben McAdoo in that sense, because it just, I felt kind of weird. Um, but you know, if you can figure out these communication issues, and we had this at the beginning of last year, blown coverages because of communication issues. If we can figure that out, this defense has a chance because it has talent at every single level. And I thought that it showed yesterday that these guys, if they are together, that they can really, really make this thing work. And I'm um, I, I just, I'm excited about that. I'm really excited about where this defense can go. Grant Delpit worries me, man. He was on the back end of a couple of those blown coverages, and I'm not sure that they were all his fault because I don't know necessarily whose assignment was what, um, and we'll get an opportunity. I will get an opportunity to re-watch today, and the All-22 will come out in a couple of days, and I'll have the opportunity to look at that as well and dive deeper into it. And I'll have more reactions, obviously, on the Barking Brown show tomorrow night, 8 p.m. on Twitch, uh, live with Nick Carnes, and obviously I'll be able to talk more about this stuff. With the week the daily podcast too tomorrow we'll talk about state of the Browns with our special guest and we'll dive into some more of this stuff. Having rewatched it, um, Patreon members of the Barking Brown Show, I will be recording the rewatch of the game footage of the uh, broadcast version today and uh, doing a rewatch and pointing some stuff out for those guys. And the All Twenty Two uh, rewatch, which is exclusive to our Twitch subscribers. Um, if you subscribe to the Twitch twitchtv slash Network Two One Six. Um, we will be putting together an email list in which I will email out uh, links to the video of me watching the All-22 and kind of pointing out some of the things I see there that will come out later in the week. Um, So yeah, I'm going to get a good re-watch of this stuff and see what was going on with it. But outside of blown coverages, I thought that defense did exactly what I needed them to do yesterday, and they put the game... You know, on their shoulders at times, and just kept the defense, in, the team in it, and then they start blowing coverage. You can't have that in those moments. The fourth quarter, you can't have blown coverages for a seventy-five yard touchdown. So that worries me a little bit. It's concerning. I'll rewatch it. I'll get the zoomed out version and see what's going on with there. But I thought the offensive line was great. I thought Poche at center was good. I thought Hudson was not a liability liability, right tackle. I liked a lot of what I saw out of Jed. Jed had some issues here and there, but uh, we'll look at that again and see how that goes. But Bill Callahan needs all of the money that we have in Cleveland. So just go ahead and give it to him. Don't ever let that man leave the building. Um, but I thought, you know, if we can lean on this running game and this uh, offensive line on offense and then have Cade the leg back there. And that was exactly what they did. You know, they leaned on all of that and it comes out with the Browns win. It was ugly, but we said it. We said it. You've got to find a way to get three, if not all four of these first four, because that is going to matter because those hard matchups are going to come later, but you've got to find a way to gut these things out. They gut it out. They got the win. That's what matters. Victory Monday t-shirts in the comments uh, below. If you're on Twitter, click on those, get one of those from homage. They're the great people over there at homage. We had a great time. Um, I will see you guys tomorrow morning and tomorrow night. And I'll be on Twitter cutting it up all day today. So thanks guys. Appreciate you. One and all, baby. Go Browns.